You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. It's Monday morning, so it's time to review the weekend's newspapers from South Africa and the world with Katie Katapodis from Nala Media in Johannesburg. Uh, Katie, I did look at the newspapers over the weekend, all the South African newspapers, and all I could find, apart from Mark, Mark Batchelor conspiracy stories, was stuff about spying within the ANC and factional fighting and people disliking each other. And it made me slightly disturbed, firstly, because the standard of journalism was pretty bad, the spelling and the punctuation was pretty poor, but also because within the ANC, there seems to be faction fighting, which is not good for the country in the long term. What did you see? Well, I must say the Sunday papers made for a very very depressing read for me um, this weekend, Lindsay. I can't lie. If we have a look at the Sunday Times, I Dare You was the front, was the huge headline in the Sunday Times. And and that says so much. That essentially is about President Cyril Ramaphosa, mm. who is daring some members of his ANC NEC to, um, to essentially take him head on because there is a lot of infighting. There is a lot of factionalism. We have seen yet another very, very difficult week in South Africa and within the ruling party. I mean, I, I think I'm sounding like a broken record, actually. I'm beginning to sound like a broken record because this keeps going on and on. The latest drama, Lindsay, to play out is all involving former Minister of Tourism, Derek Hunnicott. Yes. Now, to give you a quick... Uh, a quick brief of what's happened there. EFF leader Julius Malema, and we've spoken a lot about Julius Malema as the leader of the third biggest opposition party in the country, stood up last week and said at a rally, at a public gathering, that Derek Hanacom, the former, the then minister, I should say, colluded with the EFF when it came to a vote of no confidence for former President Jacob Zuma. Now, Hanacom confirmed this. He said, yes. I went to a local coffee shop in a local uh, 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 shopping centre and I met with members of the EFF and we spoke about the no-confidence vote in Jacob Zuma. This has, however, caused huge issues within the party with a very late-night statement coming from the office of the Secretary-General essentially saying that Hanakom is sowing divisions, a very, very harshly worded statement, Not everybody, though, appears to agree with that. And yesterday, we got yet another statement, this time from the ANC veterans. This is a group of very well-respected ANC members who held senior positions in the party previously to say it's unacceptable what's happening here to Derek Hanacom. And, um, in fact, the real issue at play is how former President Jacob Zuma himself essentially sold the party out and sold the country out. And that should be at play. So, yes, a very depressing read, if I am to wrap it up like that. Very depressing indeed. In fact, last week I I innocently retweeted a tweet from former President Jacob Zuma, uh, which was on the subject of Derek Hanacom being an agent, as he called it, or no, a spy. And I got hundreds and hundreds of retweets and likes, etc. It really does touch a nerve in South Africa at the moment. I think people are worried, Katie. I do. I think people are absolutely worried. Um, You know, if you think about uh, uh, Zuma himself, he sat at the State Capture Commission just two weeks ago and uh, accused several people of being spies in South Africa, Mm. people who he went on to appoint as ministers. 
Um, the question then, which, which, which I have and which hasn't been answered for me, is if a sitting president knowingly appoints a spy to his cabinet, what does it say about the sitting president? And surely that action can be interpreted as many, many things. Some may even say treasonous. Indeed. I've got some another... I think people are worried, though. Yeah. I think people are worried. Well, I'm worried about something in the business day this morning. But uh, was there anything else, that, before I get on to that, is there anything else that you saw apart from the, the spying and the agent stories and the EFF and the infighting within the ruling party? Is there anything else that you saw? Maybe something even lighter, Katie? Well, the wonderful thing that I did see was beautiful tributes to Johnny Clegg. The late Johnny Clegg continued in the papers, yes. which I really, really loved. Dubbed the White Zulu... This is a man who, who uh, you know, just warmed South Africa, uh, warmed our hearts for many, many years. And uh, he passed away of pan pancreatic cancer. Uh, was it last week already? Yes, I don't it know. Was. A day in South Africa feels like a year. Yeah. yeah, it really was. I mean, I came to South Africa in 1988, and I remember somebody inviting me to go to a Johnny Clegg concert, and sadly I didn't go. But uh, I do realise now, from the outpourings of grief and all the tributes that he was part of, of, of South Africa, and he was one of those people that tried to bridge the divide, and the divide uh, of, uh, which, we know, which we have no need to speak of, but he tried to do it, and I think he did it quite well. He did. He was really a national treasure. And his death has, uh, um, I don't want to say shocked South Africans because we knew he was ill, but has really left a huge void, I think, in South Africa at the moment because it's the loss of someone who tried to unify uh, the country and who succeeded in unifying the country. And we just have so many people on the opposite side of the spectrum at the moment. And that's actually what's, uh, what's really worrying. Here's a disturbing story, and it's in business day this morning, but it's been uh, rumbling around for a, a little while, bubbling under. Anglo plots SA coal exit and warns on the latest mining charter. Uh, now, I'll just read you the first couple of paragraphs, Katie. It says here, Anglo-American does not see a long-term future in the thermal coal industry with a decision about its strategy on the fossil fuel due in the next year, says CEO Mark Cutifani. In South Africa, there is uncertainty on investment in mining assets stem from obligations in the latest mining charter around re-empowering mining rights, etc., etc. Now, Mark Udifani used to be the CEO of Anglo Gold Ashanti, which, of course, was the gold division of Anglo-American in the past, but then it was spun off, and now they've completely exited South Africa. That's the gold division. Now, Anglo-American PLC is saying, well, we don't want anything to do with coal anymore, or potentially, we don't want anything to do with coal anymore in South Africa. And there's two reasons that they, want, they don't want to be in, in coal is a because coal in the next uh, three four uh, decades is going to be obsolete hopefully uh, but also because they just don't like the environment for mining in south africa this is terrible and the, 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 this kutufani who used to be with anglo gold ashanti which has now exited south africa is now exiting south africa when it comes to coal this is massive news because south africa exports a lot of coal katie this is a trend we're seeing here I think the business environment in South Africa is becoming, um, or at least rather business, uh, businessmen and women are becoming nervous about the environment. And this speaks to exactly that. So the fact that Ketafani is saying we don't see a long-term future speaks to the nervousness and speaks to, uh, speaks to a level of uncertainty, unfortunately. It's very, very bad news indeed. Um, I don't know if you've been watching the currency, Lindsay, and what's been happening to the currency, but it's lost over 3% 
um, in the space of a few days and since government announced that it's going to bail out ESCOM. Yeah, the $59 billion didn't go down well. Also, there was a downgrade from one of the rating agencies Correct. over the weekend. We're now 14.31. We were 13.75 versus the US dollar. Just the last thing, Katie, and we have to get away from South Africa and we think that we've got political problems. What about the poor old UK? A headline in the Telegraph is... The following, if I can just scroll down a little bit, Boris Johnson to unveil the biggest ad campaign since the Second World War to prepare for no deal. If it's the biggest ad campaign since the Second World War to prepare for no deal, that means there's no deal, which is absolutely disastrous for the UK. They are going to leave the European Union. They're going to have no deal. So they're going to have to sit down with people, with countries across the world and renegotiate trade and the pound is going to collapse and people are going to be uh, in, in, in a state of flux. If we think we've got problems in South Africa, the Brits are in huge trouble because of this that I see this morning. And I, as a British passport holder, I look at it with a good deal of horror. Well, you know, the fact that Boris, uh, Boris Johnson, and it wasn't unexpected, uh, came in last week, I must say, left, left many of us aghast. Um, because it's exactly that he's been pushing, um, as we well know, uh, Lindsay. Um, and now, what, from what you're saying, it sounds like there's going to be a no deal. That would certainly be disastrous. Yes, it would be. Katie, thank you very much for your time this morning, as always. Katie Katapodis is from Nalamida. You're going to Greece for a month, Katie. I'm sorry I'm being personal and revealing your travel <laughs> arrangements, but you're not going to be around for four or five weeks. You're asking me. No, no, I'm not going to be around for a while. I'm taking a well-deserved break. And I will definitely, definitely chat to you on my return. If you haven't replaced me, of course. With lots of stories of Greek island. Um, yeah, exactly. Katie, thank you very much for your time as always. <laughs> That's Katie Katapodis from Nala Media. That podcast was proudly brought to you in association with sharenet.co.za. Visit strictlybusinesspodcast.com and subscribe to receive exclusive content straight to your inbox.